0: Can you say something in your normal voice? I hope so. Can you talk a little
1: louder? Yes, yes, I can. You're still too low. Okay. Akadaka. Uh, okay. okay. Anyways, you ready? Hi. Yeah, that's good. Uh huh.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of THC True Hollywood Crime.
1: I'm your host Mariah. This is your other host Bailey. And in a follow up from last episode, we're still not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Patty's Day, everybody.
0: Uh. Well, this is currently the it's- day after Patty's Day, St. Patrick's Day, but yesterday was a Friday, which is fun for all you youngsters, but, but us oldies <laughs> still have to work and yeah, shit. forget it. So we're kind of celebrating Patty's Day tonight. We got a Patty's Day episode. We have some green drinks. No, it's Bee perfect. is dressed
1: in all green. Mm-hmm. I got my Killarney shirt on. I got your green socks that you gave me for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And... Yeah, we've got green beverages. Yep, I don't own
0: anything green, so yeah. I, I got saved, green eyes.
1: I saved my corned beef for today.
0: I know you make world famous corned
1: mm. beef and cabbage. Yeah, Nick pointed it out that there was a early UFC fight today. Was it two in London? So it was the perfect excuse for me to just cook all day. I had broth going and then the smell of the corned beef in the crock pot. Like, forget it. Delicious. Smell my fucking house. It's the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a good, nice, easy dinner. And here we are. Ready for it. Mm -hmm. Ready for it. Um, What are you going to talk about? How I'm devastated. By the news, if you guys haven't seen our Instagram, I put it on our stories. Yeah, because I did. I read it at work Friday. <sighs> Sorry to bum you out after a that shitty week. Sam Neal, our guy, sir. Has Sam Neal, stage three cancer, blood cancer. Which, so here's the only thing that I'm gonna put out there. My dad, your dad, mm-hmm. have both had horrific cancers. Yeah. And my dad for sure should be dead right now. And my dad's not even trying to fake it. He's still smoking cigarettes. Yeah, my dad is too. Smoking pot, <laughs> yeah. doing drugs, drinking. Yeah. I mean, his diet's OK, I guess. <laughs> he my dad, exercises moderately.
0: My dad for sure is still, he says he, sm- he cut back on the cigs. I don't believe him. Right. Um. He drinks every once in a while. He's not an everyday drinker. Yeah. But he's definitely like a weekend drinker. Yeah. And he does have physical exercise on his side because mm-hmm. he still works a manual
1: job. Yeah, but yeah, my dad for sure should have been dead. So all I'm going off of is I like to believe that Sir Sam,
0: with all the medical all help the help resources in the world, in the world mm-hmm. and he, I think he's
1: gonna get through it. I do. That's I'm just putting that out there, and that's my train of thought going into this. Yeah, because I can't think any other way.
0: Yep mm-hmm
1: yeah man it was rough
0: i agree my dad is giving me so much more hope when it comes to i guess cancer in general because when my dad was diagnosed i thought for sure he was going done die. deal yeah because i've known some people that have died from cancer and by I, the time they caught his yeah it was stage four full-blown stage four pancreatic cancer he'd already been starving which is why they even found it because he got to the point where he couldn't even um, digest water so the strength so he was dehydrated yeah. starving frail
1: going into it going into the hardest thing um
0: and do. they said without treatment he would have had less than three months to live mm-hmm. and that gave him less than 12 percent survival rate and he, and he fucking, fucking did fighter. it yeah. and he did it yeah and that's wild it's crazy so yeah man Listen, Sam Neill, I'm sure he's in better health than my dad had to have been. So,
1: again, that's what I'm saying. I just, I can only choose to believe that of anybody, he's got to get
0: through it. I know, dude. I felt so bad. My siblings were also optimistic, and I was like, my dad was buried you have to have that in, <laughs> in my head
1: but look what it did it got them to come out here and see him and know, do these they were things. so
0: optimistic it's like dad's a fighter i'm like and that's yeah. fine
1: have your optimism there's yeah. well they be were right and i was wrong and, and that i'd rather be proven wrong
0: yeah for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it made me no feel i'm like on the train such with a you. cold-hearted bitch no
1: i am on the fucking train with you
0: i didn't rain on anyone's parade by the way Mm-mm. i was right there with them of but course. internally i was You're like, like this, nah, is it. Nah, this is it guys it's
1: over Anyways,
0: so, so listen. Hey, should, have hope, guys. Yeah. If you're out there, you know somebody who's going through it, there's always a chance. Mm-hmm. And hopefully Sam Neill sticks around.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least he's done making Jurassic Park movies. <sighs> I can't. All right. <laughs> so yeah, that was my Friday. but all, And that was the cherry on top of the week from hell for me. Yeah, because you're in finances. So we... Obviously, again, if you look at our Instagram, went out and had Mom's Day Out Sunday. <sighs> oh, my God. Which started out beautifully. We have new best friend earrings. Yes, we do. Right? We thought we were going to hate the movie. So we went, wait, let's tell them what we did. We okay. went out
0: to lunch. We went and saw the new Scream. Yeah. We had matching t-shirts. We looked amazing. Matching earrings. We had Check it a out. couple vodka drinks at lunch mm-hmm. with food. Mm-hmm. We went to, I think it was like a 2.40 showing. Yeah, it was. A 2.40 showing, nice and in the afternoon. Each drank a bottle of wine. <laughs> I mean, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, I drank. Those
0: two together. No, no, no. But I got a, I got, a, I got a small one the, the oh, second the time. Oh, the second time. So okay. I drank two thirds of a bottle okay. of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you drink a whole bottle of wine in your little canteen? No, I agree. I think it was probably just shy of a. Okay, yeah. so we both drank a, a half a bottle a, of yeah, wine. At least. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we went out for drinks afterwards
1: because after the Halloween movie, I was so upset. You're like, let's go have another drink, and I'm like, I'm absolutely not. Well, let's go not. get some
0: shots, whatever. And, and you're like, like no. I'm
1: going to bed. I'm miserable. I hated it. We were. We had fun in this movie. It was we fun. We laughed. We had a good time. It's not the best ever, but it's entertaining as fuck.
0: It was definitely way better than the last one.
1: Yeah, and so afterwards we're like, "Whoa!" Like we're on oh, a high, yes. and we fucking went for it.
0: Yeah, we went and got
1: tequila shots with truly chasers. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't remember the right home. Spiraled our way back into our lives. Our husbands put us <laughs> to bed. We I was in. I think we were at home and in bed. What by? Five, five thirty. I was asleep before Violet was. That's for fucking
0: yeah. sure. Yeah, and I was asleep before even that. Cause you're nice enough to try to help your husband. I, I was right. like, I'm going straight to bed. Yeah. I feel bad for my kids, cause I'm like, I don't even remember seeing them, nope. and I'm Love sure you, I must have
1: said hi <laughs> and just walked right past them. Right. Nice to see you. See you tomorrow. Oh, God, what is wrong with us? We're such messes. Yeah. But then I had to go to work with my child the next day because it was the beginning of spring break. So Not yeah. me. That was Monday to Friday. What more could you ask for? And then, yeah, the banks collapsing in between. Which, you know. again, not it actually worked to my benefit. We brought in money, but it also equivalented into like a lot more work that I just wasn't prepared to do. So beautiful <laughs> disaster of a week.
0: Fantastic. God. And now here we are. Thank God. Drinking again. Thank fucking God. Thank fucking God. I couldn't
1: do it with anybody else. I tried to drink last night. I fucking tried. I had one seltzer and I looked at Nick and I'm like, no, I'm going to bed. I fucking can't. I can't. <laughs> I think my body. I have to save this for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had a drop of alcohol no. since.
0: No. It sounds disgusting. Even this. I'm like, okay. Uh, all
1: but right. you know what? Here. Wait, real yeah. quick.
0: Yeah. yeah. Little pro tip about day drinking and then falling asleep real early is I didn't wake over, wake oh up God. with a hangover. Right. Mm -hmm. I woke up fine. Even when I woke up in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and like cleaned myself up, I was fine. Yeah, no, I was still drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I was probably still, I probably still wouldn't have like blown clean, Mm -hmm. but like, I mean, I was, I had my senses about me. I knew what I was doing. I wasn't drunk like I was when I got home. And then the next morning, I was fine. I just had to drink a lot of water.
1: You know? Uh, so I was joking with you while we were getting locked and loaded here. I was blaming the Buffalo Wild Wings that there truly was pink. And that's why yes. we spiraled so And that's the so problem because
0: they have truly on tap. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I, we just looked it up that it, they've turned truly
1: pink. They started to add what they call real fruit juice.
0: Because as you know, seltzers were always clear. And then they were pink. And we didn't even put it together when we were drinking at the bar. And now upon recollection... We're like, "Oh fuck, anything pink." We're like, of course fucks we fucking spiraled
1: up. and just went all out. It was
0: not the vodka, wine, tequila, or tequila. mix. It was the pink. It was, it was the, the pink
1: additive pink. to the truly. <laughs> For sure. But we're not the only ones mad at Buffalo Wild Wings this week. There's some person out there suing the restaurant because of their false and deceptive marketing after claiming their boneless wings, which he claims are actually just chicken nuggets. This motherfucker is doing the most. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, please. Our chicken nuggets growing up were gray. Yeah. They're fucking gray. Yeah. And you want to complain <laughs> that your boneless wing is just... So does n- he want a wing that they the take bone. the bone out? Yeah, because it's dark meat, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but then you also have all the stuff that comes with a wing, which the I don't like. Yeah. Y'all like it. Yeah. But the reason I get boneless chicken nuggets is because I don't want the fat and the cartilage and the this and the that. No fucking duh. The rest of the world...
1: <laughs> Knows this. This person is just out there, like you said, doing the most. But I died because obviously I was like, fuck, B dubs, getting me all drunk. And (laughs) who in their almost 40s gets blacked out
0: drunk at a Buffalo Wild Wings? On a Sunday afternoon.
1: (laughs) What kind of behavior is this? (laughs) But like we said, we only do that once or twice a year.
0: This has been. I've been. It's been a year since I was blackout drunk. The we, last time was at my brother's wedding. Yeah, I'm we sorry, Joel, if you're listening to this. We All deserve it.
1: We deserve. Oh, the it makes me feel so much shame. No, no shame. I just hate being out of control. You know how I am with control. Okay, you know who else has no shame? Mm. This woman, who made, made headlines, she went to some event, obviously overseas, f- dressed in like a tight little blue dress, heels, the whole thing. Her fascinator, Mm
0: -hmm. a
1: fucking pizza box with a pizza in it. (laughs) Is that amazing? Homegirl was wearing a pizza box fascinator to this event so she could eat and drink. I feel like it's something you would do she's my spirit animal yeah like, I feel like this is something
0: you would do yeah
1: I'm living for it and
0: in your clutch would be little things around well that's
1: just it like the reason why I enjoy fanny packs so much and mm-hmm. then I sent you that tiktok mm-hmm. where I'm like oh my god this woman used her little backpack to sneak a pitcher of drinks yeah I just bought a little backpack yeah I can have a pitcher of drinks you, if you're if you are well balanced <laughs> I, I, enough in yes my backpack <laughs> um <laughs>
0: There was the, did I ever send you the girl on TikTok thing? The purse. Uh, With the french fries? Yes, of course. And then the
1: follow-up TikTok? That TikTok found. Yes. Yeah, that put it together. Of course. That's why we love TikTok. I know it's going, though. It's like I found a purse.
0: They swear it's going, and yet the White House is still making TikToks, so We what's have at that least about?
1: three other episodes of this podcast where they've claimed they were going to take our TikTok yeah. away from us. I don't believe really shit.
0: At this point, I'm fully convinced that even if they do, some American startup will just mm-hmm. start a new version of TikTok. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. OK.
1: Uh, I got a couple reviews. You got anything?
0: I don't have a review, per se, but I've dug in deep again to married at first sight oh that's right i'm behind i'm on season 12 which mm-hmm. is like i believe the height of covid because at one point the season's going along like normal and then i think when it's supposed to be decision day they go into lockdown uh-huh. and now they have more weeks together yes. where they're stuck in an oh, apartment that was
1: such a good one doing
0: like zoom calls with people yes And there's this one girl, like, she's a fucking alcoholic. Yes. And she just, and it's so funny because, like, when she's, like, talking to her bridesmaids before the wedding or whatever, and they're like, what would be worse if he was a virgin or if he didn't drink? And she was like, oh, if he doesn't drink, that's going to be a real problem for me. She's like, that's a big red flag. And then she gets she's wasted going down the aisle. Her bridesmaids are like trying to hold themselves up. And then it's like, oh, it's kind of quirky and cute and funny. But then you start to notice every time she's on camera, she's got a drink in her hand. And like it gets brought up or the experts are like, hey, maybe you guys like they're talking to her groom, her husband. And they're like, maybe when you guys do your like one-on-ones, see if, um, bring up like maybe, communication would be open more if you guys just took drinking off the table for a little bit and he talks to her about it and she shuts it down she was like
1: i'm not even gonna talk to you about that that's not a conversation
0: she is a fucking but she holds down a job and a career she holds down her life so you can't say too much to her about it but she's for sure an alcoholic that's
1: why we have to black out every now
0: and then but she was just (laughs) cracking me up because she was like Oh yeah. The not drinking for her is like the biggest the red flag. The biggest red flag you yeah. can imagine. Yeah.
1: It's so hilarious. Yeah. Like on the honeymoon. It's like, are are you not gonna have a drink? It's no breakfast.
0: She was. She's drinking. I know, all the time. I've seen it. And yeah. then he um he's like trying to keep up mm-hmm. on the honeymoon, and yeah. they're a couple days into the honeymoon. And I already know exactly how they feel because I've been in this exact same mm. spot, but it's like post dinner I don't know how late at night it is but they're sitting in like the kind of vanity ish area of their hotel suite and I just see like empty cups and like a plastic bottle of fireball and that he's like look I can't do this. He's like, I can't keep up with this. This isn't who I am. Yeah. I don't drink like this every day, like this. And I just I just know how sick he must have felt. A plastic bottle of Fireball, you're in Disgusting. deep.
1: You're in deep. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't she then come at him for his light smoking habit?
0: No, that's a different one. Okay. That's a different... Um, that was like season one. Okay. That was the one where... He wasn't the most handsome guy, and she ended up crying about it on her wedding day, and then they ended up falling in love and getting a spinoff show and
1: getting married. Does this guy, the one in this season now, doesn't he have, like, a taco tattoo? No. No? Okay.
0: Nope. All right. This guy is super, like, clean cut. He's an Air Force dude. Now he's a Uh, pilot, and he's, like, you can tell he's really conservative, even though they haven't, like, mentioned it. They've
1: alluded to it. Yep. I'm putting it together. Mm -hmm. It's just she's so much more memorable so much more memorable yeah, than
0: him. you know if he wasn't such a square peg i could see it with yeah. him he's confident he's really goofy he smiles a lot he takes her top gun style like they he gets this like super dope ass car and yeah. takes her to his personal hangar it's movie, and gets in a plane and status. flies her and yeah. i'm like who has a date like that this guy could be hot uh, yeah but he's a fucking square yeah and she is that's why he has to
1: fly you on a plane
0: (laughs) But it's so funny (laughs) because like she's one of those ones like all of her best friends are guys and she's like look just because i get really drunk drunk with with my guy friends every week and i just pass it on their no reason for you to be insecure yeah she's like that's the way it's always been and i'm not gonna stop doing it will be and she's talking to pastor cal and she's like they're like my gay best friends and he's like but they're not no he's all
1: are, are they, they your
0: gay best friends and she's like oh i mean they're not gay <laughs> he's just, like okay. that would just be silly
1: <laughs> anyways oh. sorry
0: guys married at first sight it's a good one season hey, 12 it just dropped on netflix the
1: ogs no oh. married at sight i it's could keep, coming
0: I'm, up i'm reigning myself in because mm-hmm. i could give you a breakdown on every single couple but i'll just i'm keeping it to the alcoholic woman because there's something about her that really calls to my spirit i like her <laughs> but then she's also so pathetic where you're yeah. like all right lady you got to cut back on the booze. You just got to.
1: Hell, I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cheers. Air cheers so we don't kill our computer. <clears throat> All right. Give me your other reviews. Let's say Scream. How many knives do you
1: want to give Scream? Like a three, four? I was going to give it a three. Yeah. A good mm-hmm. three? Yeah. Solid three. All right. <clears throat> just so much better considering how much we hated the last one. Yeah. Any spoilers that we want to get out? Nah, it's fine okay. just leave it because people are still going and seeing it yeah, 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 um did you watch the new Chris Rock stand-up
0: I started to and I think I went back to my room to watch Married at First
1: Sight yeah instead. I would have also I just, yeah, feel I like just like he wasn't like at us the whole time it
0: didn't capture my attention the way he
1: used to in the 90s what was disappointing, like, Nick sold me on it because I, I didn't want to watch it. And he was like, oh, but all these other comedians are saying, like, he's back. He's on his shit. Yeah, but this- that's what comedians always say about each other. And that's, well, I'm like, okay. And then I'm looking. Uh, it's like, no. I really
0: Comedians hype other comedians up so, so much, which hard. I appreciate.
1: But then it's like, uh, okay, well, guys. It, yeah. Uh, we have a ghost. I think it's on Netflix. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Starts really strong. Okay. Great cast super funny and then it's so long it's like a little over two hours and it's just drawn out at the end and really falls flat okay so that was kind of disappointing because it started so good okay did you watch Luther Oh, yeah, we did. That did was you? great. OK. Don't that give was, me any spoilers. No, that was a lot of fun. And you've watched the whole series of Luther, right? Not the whole series. Oh. I know. I watched the whole first season.
0: <laughs> oh, you should watch the other seasons. I know. I should. And then the last, like, the one before this one is a movie, too. Oh. Because at some point, Idris Elba got famous. It was yeah. like, I can't do a whole series, mm-hmm. but I can give you a movie's worth amount of my time. Yeah. OK. So the last season was a movie, too. OK perfect um we watched the first episode today so I don't have a review for it but we watched um Daisy and the Six which is on Amazon Prime it's so far basically like Fleetwood Mac it's like a band in the 70s and the lead singer is a man and a woman and then it's a tumultuous relationship it's very Fleetwood Mac-y very like almost Uh famous-y so I mean the first episode was fine cool the long? Last of Us ended strong.
1: Yeah. How long were
0: the episodes? Uh, I think it's just a normal like 40 minutes or whatever. Perfect. 45. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Last of Us ended strong. So
1: do you think Joel made the right move? Um, Yes, because they didn't give Ellie the option. Right.
0: If they would have sat Ellie down and, and explained asked. to her and mm-hmm. asked and she agreed, then you just have to let it go. Yeah. But you can't tell somebody one thing. And then kill them in the process and for something that you don't even know is going to work. Like what happens if they do all that for nothing and then it doesn't even work. Mm -hmm. So also at the end of the day, as unrealistic and crazy as it seems, it is based on a video game mm-hmm. and that whole last sequence felt very video gamey to me. Oh, it was so fun. It felt very like the guy's popping out shooting. the corners, yeah, the way yeah. he's shooting, the way he has to drop and reload mm-hmm. guns. I'm like, this feels like the a game. video game. And in that context, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. We're living in a fantasy land, not a real land yeah. situation.
1: And then because of the game, I believe now it jumps forward quite a few years. I guess so. I don't know. Okay, because they talked about how. I think I have to get a new Ellie. No, that's Ugh. the only reason I know about this. Okay. That was the whole headline: is they are refusing. They're like, she's too strong of, or they the the. Actor. Yeah, 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 they're too
0: strong of an actor, and like, yeah. um, their relationship. No. Joel On and Ellie's the, show, you the actors. Yeah. You can't split them up no. now.
1: Mm-mm. But I guess they're gonna have to deal with that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, CGI makeup. Exists oh. for a reason. Yeah. I think Ellie's only supposed to be like 14 or 15, right? Yeah. And I know that they were wearing a, um like a binder right. on their chest. So like even if you take that off and just put a little bit of makeup on them, they could look older. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Joel making the right choice? I have no idea. I know. I mean, I'm happy he did because I don't want Ellie oh, to die. Obviously, <laughs> it's, It, it is a lot wanted. of people to kill, Joel.
1: It <laughs> was so fun. I yeah it. Ah. okay so i had the pleasure of picking this week's episode
0: oh you want to actually start the podcast i guess if else. we have to well. all right this is i don't even know what episode this is
1: 89 90 sure. well it's our third annual saint patty's it is our day. third
0: annual saint patty's <laughs> day episode the first one was boondock saints mm-hmm. and the murder of kitty genovese mm-hmm. the second one was the magdalene laundries right mm-hmm. And now, this third one. Wow. The (laughs) Shankill Butchers coming in strong with the
1: Irish politics. Can't wait. Oh, I think I Googled Irish serial killers. Yeah. Smart movies. Because
0: I've tried looking up St. Paddy's Day crime, murders, whatever, and you can't do anything. Yeah.
1: But I never even thought to just look up Irish serial Mm -hmm. killers. And I literally like Irish serial killer movie.
0: And I feel like this is the. Oh, no, because we had the Iceman. I was like, this is the closest one we've done to like a mafia one. Mm. But the Iceman, of course, mm-hmm. was a, a mm-hmm. mafioso. But yeah, so um, we're doing The Shane Kill Butchers. What movie did you watch? I don't even know what movie you watched. Resurrection
1: Man. How old is it? And why is it called Resurrection Man? I'm I have lots of questions after watching my movie. 1998, which Ooh. is a year before Boondock Saints. Look at that. Because the whole time I watched it, I was like getting boondock vibes. And so I looked it up and I was like, oh, it was actually before.
0: Okay. Uh, I have a client who I absolutely love. Um, She's super into, I think she goes to school for film or she's really into film. We talk a lot about horror movies, Mm -hmm. talk about movies in general. And she has actually never seen Boondock Saints. I'm like, girl, you have to watch Boondock Saints. You just have to. It's like my... Mm -hmm. Top Three favorite movies Pretend of all time. The second
1: one doesn't exist, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, the first, is so I'm classic. hoping I only
0: see her a couple times a year because she's off in college, yeah. But one day she'll come back to get her With haircut, a review. and I hope she has a review for
1: me. Well, if any of our listeners have not seen it, we all that
0: have. is correct. The fact yeah. that people haven't seen Boondock Saints, you might as well. Tell me the earth is flat. Like, it's yeah. unbelievable. It
1: was one of the things that Nick and I, for sure, bonded over early mm-hmm. in our relationship is that we both had such the strong love for this movie, which at the time, not a lot of people had seen. And then it became such like a cult classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a way that I've judged people. Yeah. If you know it or since not. Since freshman year in high school is like, do you know what the Boondock Saints <laughs> is? If, if not, I mention it casually. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? hmm and if I quote it and you yeah. know what I'm talking about, fucking forget it. We just became best friends for <laughs> life because it's one thing to watch it and like it. But if I can quote it and yeah. you can quote it back to me, Th- done, forget it. Done. All right. Now, where did I get all my information? I don't know. I didn't write it down. Well, so- definitely Wikipedia. Wikipedia we know that wikipedia maybe all things interesting no a b (laughs) it's mainly wikipedia and a bbc documentary yeah i'm not sure the name of the documentary i watched it on youtube but that's kind of my two main sources to be totally honest with you this week and before we get started our thc drinking game Mm
1: -hmm. With our green drinks. With
0: our green drinks. Take a drink of whatever you're drinking. Anytime we mention a past THC episode, we spill something, you hear the train, we mention the show Monk, we mention a badass big sister, or we cheers. Love it. Love it? Did we get
1: a fucking review yet from our our (laughs) listener? Not yet. Did they black out with us? Maybe they can't (laughs) find Kinky Pink. Because it's so hard to find nowadays. Well, if they do find it, let us Listen, know. Listen, just
0: find some pink truly and take some tequila <laughs> shots. You'll be, you'll get there.
1: Ridiculous. Oh, we're a mess. Oh, sip to that. Mm-hmm. Bring on the shenanigans! Oh God. <clears throat> All right,
0: now yeah. let's preface this by saying, I know what a complicated nuanced subject matter this is. Oh. I get it. Irish politics run deep. They have a long history. I'm not going to pretend to know this podcast. anything.
1: Yeah. That's I'm not a what we're dumb here
0: American for. drinking my dumb green drink the day after Patty's day. Yeah. I am giving you a very cliff noted quick history because that's not even what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is the Shankill butchers. Yeah. And to learn why the Shankill butchers became a thing, you have to know where they come from and why. Obviously. But I am not diving deep into it. You can go down a thousand rabbit holes about it. It actually seemed very interesting, Uh but we do not have the time. Well,
1: also on our Instagram this week, you saw I watched the movie. I I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what I watched. I can't wait to hear about what I watched.
0: So if you are, you know, one of our European brethren and you're like, these These bitches, these bitches don't know what they're these cunts don't know what they're talking about. We don't. Correct.
1: (laughs) That is accurate. Right.
0: I will let you know that at the height of my research, I did have like five or six Wikipedia tabs open at the same time.
1: Wow.
0: Just trying to like weave a thread through it that I could just hurry up and get to the Shankill butchers. Okay. That's my little forward notes. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So this all starts in the early 1900s. There is a conflict arising in Ireland between the Irish nationalists who want a free Ireland, free from um, British rule. Because at the time, Ireland was still part of the UK and they were still under the British rule. Right. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, the free Ireland faction, the nationalists are heavily Catholic. And they're up against the Loyalists who want to stay loyal to the crown, want Ireland to remain under British rule, and they are mainly Protestant. This leads to the Irish War of Independence, which is basically like a civil war, right? Yeah. Um, It goes from 1919 to 1921. Hella people die. Like, a lot of people die. It's super violent. They declare a ceasefire in July 1921 and their compromise is to split Ireland up. You now have Northern Ireland, which remains under British rule, which Mm -hmm. it still is to this day. Okay. And the rest of Ireland, um, which is the way bigger chunk of the country, Uh is now like an Irish free state. Huh. And that's Ireland. Okay. Now, obviously, this doesn't really bring a end uh, to the fighting, mm-hmm. right? There's still people are people. Humans are humans. Yeah. They're still going to fight over this shit. Eventually, this leads to a moment in history called the Troubles. Ooh, fun this name. kicks up in late 1960s as a result of a civil rights campaign to end discrimination against Irish nationalists and Catholics in Northern Ireland by loyalist protestants so basically what they're saying is that in the loyalist northern ireland Mm -hmm. the catholics and nationalists that live up there are being heavily discriminated against yeah they're not getting hired for jobs they're not getting the same opportunities right i believe they mentioned um that they had kind of seen the civil rights movement in the u.s in the 1960s and was kind of like maybe that's something we could do here too it started off as um uh what do you call it? what what was mar- what was King all about uh racism uh, no, not God damn it, not <laughs> racism <laughs> I mean, no uh like peaceful, like peaceful protest. Oh.
1: <laughs> you know how like Dr Martin Luther King was always yeah. like, don't so but here's go the thing, to violence, how do you know who's who like do you wear a pin? you just guess. <laughs> like on your application, what you're just too proud to lie, like I don't know, Are I don't you know if they Protestant do a f- or Catholic, so I'll Are get there, a, yeah, but okay. there's
0: very much segregated neighborhoods, so maybe if they look at your address, that's it. it no they matter. can kind of know okay, sure, but the truth is, is nobody really knows and, it didn't matter. and that leads to a lot of people dying for no good reason for sure now, of course, this sparks a counter protest by the loyalists and all these protests that start off peaceful, then escalate into. Full-on riots in August of 1969. Hundreds of homes and business- businesses are bombed. Hella more people die. British troops are sent in, which now pisses off the nationalists even more because now they got fucking here. British military in their shit. Right. 1972 is the highest death toll year with over 500 people dying that year to this. Also... Just on a side note, B, all of this, the troubles and the Irish Revolution and all of the stuff I just mentioned has led to some things that you might know about that you didn't know were tied to this. Like the song Sunday Bloody Sunday by U2 is about a day still called Bloody Sunday where a lot of bombs went off and a lot of people were killed. Right. Black and Tans. Uh-huh. which we think are drinks. Well, they are drinks. Yeah. But, but black and tans back then were, I believe, like, British police officers mm-hmm. sent in to nationalist territories. Okay. They're called black and tans. And then, of course, you already know Irish car bombs. Yeah. You can only order those in the U.S. Do not order those in Ireland. It's, it's really very bad. It's yeah. really, really it's bad. It's super embarrassing. Did you do that?
1: Yes. I had a client do it, and he warned me not to. But at the bar we did it the bartender was so cool that he and nick raced and when nick like nick came so close to almost beating him that the bartender was like dude i got mad respect he was like next round is on me and he's like yeah what do they
0: call them in ireland i
1: don't remember
0: Yeah. So, you know, anybody out there from Europe, if you want to tell me what they call it when you drop, what, a shot of Jaeger into a pint of beer?
1: No. a shot. It's a (laughs) shot. I love you so much. It's a (laughs) shot of Baileys into a pint of Guinness. Yeah, whatever. No, because we also do Jaeger bombs. Oh, it's a Jaeger bomb. I love Jaeger bombs. And we got Jaeger bombs in Dublin. Mm -hmm. Go fuck your mom. Those bitches were 50 fucking dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm like I'm not even at a strip club. Yeah. Like I don't even get titties for a fifty fucking dollar Jaeger bomb. Why are they so expensive? Because it's import or whatever. Like it's not something that they, Yeah, but Jaeger's imported here. Whatever. They charged an arm and a leg and I think we, they took advantage of the fact that you were Americans. Maybe
0: no sorry so i had a client who told me that he was just telling about his his travels in europe and he's like whatever you do because he was at a pub for sure like a small pub yeah and he ordered an irish car bomb and he said the bar stopped and turned and looked at him like the
1: fuck did you just say yeah so you know watch your p's and q's americans don't order that shit i also did something at another bar we don't really know what but I got escorted out real quick because the woman inside was going to beat the shit out of me. What did you do? Like, I don't know. Were you just existing? They were all really nice about it. They're like, it's not your fault. But you existing is going to make her stab you. So you need to leave.
0: That's so funny. (laughs) Maybe she just hates American women.
1: Again, you know me. I'm an asshole. I embarrass myself on the regular. I'm sure it was my fault. Yeah. I'm sure it's your fault, too. Uh, I'm 100% sure it's your fault.
0: But you didn't mean anything by it. It's not that you meant it maliciously, but, you know. All right. Anywho. Now, this all leads to the troubles and the fighting and all of this leads to the rise of loyalist paramilitaries, such as the UVF or the Ulster Volunteer Force Hmm. and the UDA, the Ulster Defense Association. Don't ask me what I'm an like, Ulster is. Know. Nobody We're speaking knows. Speaking another
1: language. Okay.
0: Their main goal is to defend Protestant neighborhoods and businesses and to stop all talk of unification. Okay. Now, this, of course, leads to paramilitaries for the other side, which is the nationalists. Uh, the main one of which you might have heard of the IRA, mm. right? The Irish Republican Army. Uh, Their goal is to protect Catholic neighborhoods and businesses and force British troops out of Ireland, period, even out of Northern Ireland. They want them gone. Just gone. This fighting goes on for decades. I'm sure it probably is still going on to some extent now. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure. I know the subject's real dicey. I know the fighting continues after our story
1: ends. We're always fighting. That's in our nature. People are awful.
0: I know that if you guys have ever watched Dairy Girls on Netflix, it takes place in like Northern Ireland in like the 80s. And it's a comedy. But like... You can see the touches of what I'm talking about. Like they have to go through like like military guard checkpoints okay. and stuff because even in the 80s, they're still doing this shit.
1: OK. Dairy girls.
0: You would like it. It's I, real goofy, I,
1: silly. Immediately you've sold me and I didn't even have to hear anymore.
0: They're very
1: Irish, yeah. but they're it's
0: very, very silly.
1: I love it. Yeah. Cool. Netflix. Mm-hmm.
0: OK. I'm sure that's not their channel of origin but that's that's how we get it yeah in the good old us of a out of this comes the shankill butchers formed in 1975 by leader lenny murphy lenny is born in the 1950s in belfast he's the youngest of three which are all boys he's just kind of a little shit in primary school he starts fights he threatens people with knives he can cut, he can talk a big game, kind of do whatever he wants because he's always backed by his two big brothers. So, you know, he's sure. kind of, he's just a little shithead. Yeah. He starts robbing people. Eventually he leaves school at 16 and joins the UVF and is actually there taking place in the August riots. He loves being a member of the UVF because he loves to drink and he fucking hates Catholics. Hey. And <laughs> what more do you need? Woo. He's in it. In 1972, he commits his first official murder. Okay. There are rumors. On the record murder. There are rumors that he has killed multiple people before then, but there's no proof. This is just rumor. So his official murder that he goes down for is um, he killed a man named William either Pavis or Davis. I can't tell if this is a P or a D, but he kills a man named William for basically just kind of like cohorting with Catholics and possibly selling weapons to the IRA. Okay. His getaway driver, Mervyn Connor, rats Mervin.
1: out Mervin.
0: Mervin Connor rats out Lenny and they end up in jail together, waiting for the trial to start. April 1973, while they're waiting for the trial, Mervyn commits air quotes suicide by swallowing cyanide. And leaves an air quote suicide note where he claims that he lied about Lenny to, for whatever reason, and the guilt is eating him alive. And that's why he has to kill himself.
1: Amazing. Now,
0: it exonerates Lenny from the murder. Yeah. Everyone knows that this is probably bullshit. Duh. But there's no way to prove it. No. And... Lenny is found not guilty of the murder, but he still has to do some extra time in prison because he did have multiple escape attempts okay. that he has to, like, do time for. Yeah. 1975, he's out on the streets. He's a free man. He's married. He starts having kids. He loves drinking in the pubs with his mates. Uh, he loves bombing Catholic places. And eventually he starts... The Sandkill Butchers with his core three, which is Robert, Sam, and William. There's a lot of repeats of names. They only named apparently Irishmen like five different names. Love it. <clears throat> so his core three: Robert, Sam, and William, and then about twenty others come and go, you know, over the years. But those We're those f- are the his main guys. Yeah. He's the leader mm-hmm. always. Kay. Nobody ever tries to like. Serp him of his leadership. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever talks. They're hardcore. Okay. Now, William, one, drives a black taxi, which they end up putting to good use. And he also steals from his old job um, where he worked at a meat processing plant. He brings them an assortment of knives and butcher knives and meat cleavers, all kinds of tools. Very cool. I mean... (laughs) no I like butcher stuff
1: I know that that's all but it's, they're for sure gonna
0: butcher people with no, it. no
1: I know I know <laughs> I just mean the the tools themselves very cool <laughs> not the people did they get a <laughs>
0: fillet knife tell me what they got right. walk me through it <laughs> even that kind of reminded me of boondock saints because remember they're working at a meat processing plant yeah. in the beginning yeah now the butchers basically watch over I put a lot of air quotes in this. Watch (laughs) over the Shankill area of North Belfast, um, especially around the city center where a lot of Catholic and Protestant neighborhoods or ghettos overlap. Okay. So they're butting up right next to each other. Tensions are thick. And it's so funny because on the documentary, they talked to a lot of people who were there back then, including like the lead investigator. And he at least is acting like kind of blown away by this mindset to me, it's so natural. Cause I'm like, this is just gang shit. This is like LA
1: territorial certain lo- parts of the Bay yeah. area. Just yeah. gang
0: shit. Mm-hmm. You stay on your side of the neighborhood. I'm on my side. If you come over to my side, I'm going to death. fucking hack on. Yeah. And so to me from California, I'm like, yeah, but all- to them, they were like, they had, they're like, this was like the most bizarre thing I'm like,
1: I don't know. Sounds pretty normal to me. <laughs> yeah, true. And again, I'm just like reliving our boondock saints in my head. So <laughs> Yeah, at least the boondock saints killed for a real purpose. These people are just assholes. <laughs> October
0: 1975. They shoot and kill four people, two men, two women. But this isn't on their weird... Whatever vigilante bullshit is on the way. This is a robbery gone wrong. Yeah. It's a robbery that ends a in a shootout hand. and they end up killing four people. They start roaming the streets at night looking for Catholic men walking around. Again, how do they know they're Catholic? Nobody really they knows. They walk like
1: a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: even the detective is like, eh, if you're a guy out walking around in a Catholic neighborhood,
1: then you they're going be. to assume
0: that you're Catholic. November. Starts 24th and 25th, right? Because it ends up going into Mm -hmm. the next day. They're driving Will's black taxi around when they see 34-year-old Francis Crewson. He's a Catholic father of two. He's walking home near the city center. The taxi stops. Lenny jumps out. Um, He hits Francis with a tire iron and drags him back into the taxi. Altogether, there's four butcher members and they drive francis back to shankill road where they beat him almost to death they shove a glass bottle into his head and lenny then slashes his throat with a butcher knife so deep that he almost decapitates him oh the end of november there's something some gang shit going on between whoever and whoever and this guy killed that guy and that guy killed this guy Mm -hmm. so then lenny has to kill this guy The point is Lenny ends up killing a man named Noel in a bar in the middle of the day full of people, Mm -hmm. kills him in cold blood, sits back down to the bar and finishes his drink before they put his body in a laundry basket and take it to dump somewhere. Cool. So that's the type of like not talking that people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. The next murders are of Thomas Quinn and Francis Rice, both in February 1976, both hacked to death by butcher's knives. Mm-hmm. Abducted, tortured, hacked to death. Mm-hmm. The police, of course, have, air quote, nothing to go on, and they air quote, have no clues and have no idea who's doing this, but the people in the neighborhood know who the fuck is doing this. And. Everyone is either too scared or too proud to talk. Meaning if you're Catholic and you're a nationalist, you're too fucking scared to say anything. And if you're Protestant or a loyalist, these are your fucking heroes. They're doing their job. They're doing what you want them to do. So you're not going to talk. Nope. And they, the nationalists believe, and I'm, I think they're right from the vibe I got from the documentary that they're not being investigated properly, these murders, because the victims are Catholic and the police just don't don't care. care. And of course, like I said, nobody in Lenny's circle is talking, period. There's no leaks. It was interesting in the documentary, listening to the people from the neighborhood back then and the family members of the victims and everyone being like, everybody knew who it was. Like we were all too scared to do anything about it. But they're like, the police for sure knew who it was. And then they had talked to the lead investigator. And to this day, he was like, we had no idea. Like, we had, you think we wouldn't have investigated if we didn't have any clue? And he kept, like, backtracking and being like, no, no, no. They wouldn't have had ties to this person. I don't know. He Like, to this day, it seemed like he was still covering. And, like,
1: covering mm -hmm. his own tracks, too. Yeah. You're putting so much together for me. I could like rewatch the movie right now in my (laughs) head with the information you're giving me. And I'm like, oh, that's what that was. Yay. I'm doing my job. Yeah. Love to hear it.
0: Now, Ted McGuire is walking with his wife at night when two men jump out of a black taxi, shoot Ted in the head, killing him. His wife is still alive to tell the police what happened and about the black taxi, but there's no knives involved. So at first they're not sure because it's so different. He got shot, but it does happen in the same neighborhood that the other murders happened and it is a Catholic man at night. So they're like, okay, that checks out. There are about seven to 800 black taxis working in Northern Ireland at the time. Yeah. The police do start searching all of them, and they even search William's taxi, but they have cleaned it of all evidence, and so nothing happens there. But after they search William's taxis, the butchers decide to destroy the taxi, mm. and they set it on fire and move on. Smart. They end up buying a new car, a yellow car. Oh. March 11th, 1976, Lenny is driving said car, and he dry- does tries to do this drive-by of... Um, a Catholic woman walking alone. But she, I don't know if he misses or if he hits her, but either way she lives and she tells the police who it was. Of and- course, a
1: woman is going to be <laughs> strong and brave enough to be like, yeah, I fucking know who it is. Yeah. And so they arrest Lenny and he eventually pleads
0: guilty to a firearms charge and is sentenced to 12 years.
1: I, I wasn't trying to kill her. It just happened to be around her.
0: Even though he's in prison, he's still calling the shots. Outside of prison, two of the OG members are in charge. For some reason, I didn't get a name on them. Yeah. They call them Mr. A and Mr. B. Okay. I don't know who they are. I'm sure somebody out there knows whose they yeah. are. But in my very limited <laughs> research, all I got was Mr. A Mr. B. It's like their little nicknames. So they're basically carrying out Lenny's prison what what is he doing he commands time oh no they're like he's telling them what to do gotcha okay and what does he want them to do kill 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 that's what they do (laughs) that's
1: what they do they're cornelius
0: neeson is hacked to death joseph morrissey francis cassidy and their youngest victim yet stephen mccann all abducted all tortured for hours all hacked to death wow Stephen McCann I said he's the youngest he was 20 years old when they did that again no evidence the cops I mean listen what are we
1: looking for guys Uh, what are we supposed to do
0: (laughs) at some point in our documentary though I will tell you they do mention Ian and Myra no yeah from last week's episode i had a feeling because it's around the same timeline and i think they're talking about like they're comparing the searches and the brutality of the crimes that's happening in ireland versus there's also another serial killer who we have not done yet um but at the same time that this is going on ian and myra are going on fucking kidnapping and doing whatever they're doing to kids and there's another guy called the yorkshire ripper going on at the same
1: time and i do think i saw bits and pieces of that online but i'm like we already did a ripper so i liked this no we still
0: have to do the yorkshire ripper okay but they're all doing this shit at the same time cool so that's a pretty crazy time in the uk
1: but i could not believe they mentioned
0: ian and myra i was like oh my god the timing (laughs) tuesday may 10th 1977 jared mc He's taking a late night walk. I don't know why
1: Why? you guys. I literally don't
0: know why you would be out walking ever, (laughs) but he's taking a late night walk and he gets jumped and forced into a yellow car by the butchers. He's taken to an abandoned doctor's office where he is beaten with tree branches, tortured for hours, stabbed multiple times, and they eventually slit his wrists and leave him in a back alleyway for dead. Okay. Except he survives oh. and he is found early in the morning by a woman who hears his calls for help. Incredible. After he recovers, the police disguise him and put him in a police car and drive him around the Shankill neighborhood. And he immediately identifies the butchers who did it to him. Okay, let's go. And now we're arrested, including OG member William. Uh huh. They search the butchers' houses, they find the knives, they find the yellow car, they search the yellow car, they find fibers that match Jared's clothing. And William first confesses to just the stuff that happened with Jared. um, but they have no evidence for any other victims, really. Okay. They only have the evidence against Jer- for Jared's assault. Mm-hmm. But eventually, William cracks under pressure. May 21st, he confesses to all the victims that they've murdered. All. Oh. He rolls on everybody, including Lenny. Dang. In every police interview, Lenny is fucking cold as ice, will not talk, and openly laughs and mocks the police. So listen, Lenny's kind of a piece of shit, but that's pretty ballsy. I
1: was going to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, eventually, the group confesses to 11 other murders, including a 10-year-old boy that got killed in a bombing that they oh. did. This brings oh, their total. Bombing. Oh, yeah. They were bombing people, too. Mm-hmm. Bombing things. This brings a total to at least 19, although rumor is that, of course, it's higher, making them... Some of the, if not the most prolific serial killers in UK or Ireland history. February 1979, all together with all the guilty convictions, they collectively are doing 2,000 years in prison. But Lenny, who never confessed to a fucking thing and has an alibi for a bunch of those murders because he was in prison, Mm -hmm. is Out three years later. I mean, come on, Lenny. He's a free man. But guess what? Three months after freedom, November 1982, he is shot by an old associate, Mm -hmm. an old comrade who's still out on the streets. Deserved. He shoots him and he dumps his body in the old Shankill butcher grounds that they used to do their murders. Poetic justice. He gets a huge hero's funeral (laughs) through the streets of northern Belfast. Yeah. And on his gravestone it says here lies a soldier. Wow. And that is the Shankill Butcher's Yay. Oh, I
1: loved it. What a history lesson.
0: Also, I will say the other butchers as they died. Same thing. Hero heroes. processions. Mm-hmm. These people to this day Cherished. are heroes in certain neighborhoods of Northern Ireland. Wow. It it runs that fucking that deep. deep. And the daughter of Ted, I believe, the man who was shot walking with his wife, shot in the head. Um. No, 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 no. Not Ted. No, because it was somebody they tortured. Okay. One of their victims' daughters. Yeah. I don't want to say which one because I don't remember. One of their victims' daughters um, was coming home from work one day and one of the butchers had just died. And they were doing that whole hero procession bullshit. And she got stuck in fucking traffic for stuck hours in it. watching the man's funeral of the guy celebrated.
1: who. Uh, murdered abducted
0: tortured and murdered her father and and destroyed her mother destroyed her family and she got to watch this motherfucker with the hearse and the the escorts and the street lined uh, with people and the flowers and so don't get it twisted these guys are pieces of shit always but yes
1: that's the shane kill butchers Okay. Happy Patty's Day, y'all! All right. Well, we're gonna pause and get a drink. Round I gotta chug one. our drink. <laughs> yeah. no, we gotta finish round one, and we'll be back.
0: We're back for round two. No,
1: that was great. Silence. I Silence is never the answer. Be always the answer.
0: Okay. Time for my favorite part of the podcast—the part where I don't have to talk back. anymore. Hey.
1: Yes, I love going first. Well, as you sit back and sip on your drink. Mm -hmm. Imagine the sound of church bells ringing in the background as I read, January 1975, the streets are in turmoil. Murder is commonplace in a divided city where gangsters draw boundaries in blood. Ooh. That's what it says? Yeah. On the screen. Yeah. It's so dramatic. I know. All right. We are first introduced to Dorcas Kelly. (laughs) Played by Brenda Fricker.
0: Side note. There's a I can't believe that's a real name. There's a Dorcas in my um fanfic. Oh. There's a Dorcas in all the all the what is it, all the young dudes? Yeah. My my gay Harry Potter fanfiction. I love it. There's a Dorcas. And I thought it was a weird wizard name <laughs> that I'd never heard of before. And I was like, okay, whatever. No,
1: it's, it's but a, apparently it's a real name. There you go. Now Brenda Fricker. You might ask. Mm-hmm. Not commonly recognized by name, but you'll absolutely remember the epic role of Pigeon Lady from Home Alone <gasps> 2. could it be a bigger celebrity in my eyes? <laughs> I love her so much. So she is the mom of our gangster leader, Lenny. Mm-hmm.
0: Whoa. The Who Pigeon is
1: Lady? Victor in my movie.
0: And we've, of course, covered Home Alone, an episode, I don't know what. Whatever.
1: But yes, the pigeon lady. Epic. Couldn't get better than that if it was Monk himself. I know, right? Okay. So, she's telling us about her son, Victor Kelly, played by Stuart Townsend. Okay. He's famous. Yes. No one cares. (laughs) Same old song and dance. Victor's born and raised into a shitty, abusive, religious family. The dad's not great, takes him to, like, super violent movies at a really young age. And the mom is almost, like, loves him too much because she's just blindsided. Like, he could not do anything wrong. Them Irish mammies. That's how they be. Right. Okay. So now, as a young adult, we see Victor and his little gang of goons. And he is down in a basement. With these two other main players. So I guess Victor. Darky Larky. (laughs) Girl. And Sammy McClure. Amazing. I would say that was our core three. Okay. In the movie. Perfect. Okay. And so they're down there. And there's a guy like up against a wall already beaten horribly. And Victor's basically there to finish the job. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why any of these people are dying. Okay. Right. I don't know why everyone's so angry. For sure. They're just getting to it. But now you know. Now I know. Mm hmm. So, without hesitation, we see Victor stab the man multiple times. And then they leave the body, head barely hanging on, Mm -hmm. like you said, in a kneeled position, hands tied behind the back in an alley. And the police take note that this is the fourth body dumped this week. Holy shit, in a week. That's mm-hmm. crazy numbers. On the news, we also hear about a bomb that went off in Belfast, mm-hmm. sending at least 20 people to the hospital. But I never hear that it's related to Victor, necessarily. Like, it just comes up. And we had discussed before we started recording the fact that this came
0: out in Europe first. Or its oh, yeah. Original that was place of origin. Mm-hmm. It was made in Europe, this movie. Yeah. And so the idea is that like the people watching this already have a knowledge of what's going on at those times. It It would be just like if in America they made a movie about the Civil War, like us as Americans don't necessarily have to remember dates and times, but we can give you an overview of what happened. So same kind of idea where I think they're assuming that the people watching this know what's happening. For sure. But I've, us dumb Americans have no fucking Well, clue. that's why
1: I'm saying. As you were talking, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And sure. Now. Perfect. Uh-huh. So we got Darky and McClure and Vic and the boys. And they are running errands, quotes, mm-hmm. in this black car. OK. It's like a Batmobile kind of a vibe. Right? Wow. Yeah. No, it's very, like, sleek. they drag some middle-aged white guy named John into a bar. They throw him on the floor in front of everybody. They're beating the shit out of him, inviting all the onlookers to join in. Mm -hmm. right. Let's have a shot and beat the shit out of this guy. Let's have a great time. Yeah. It's all for Darkie's amusement. And then Vic finishes the job slicing the guy's throat open over the sink in the bathroom with the blood splattering all over the mirror And then Vic, you know, obviously looks up into the mirror and sees himself covered in blood and just, like, relishing in the moment. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Police find this body left in the entryway of a building. And that's basically it for police. We're not getting much of them doing anything besides finding bodies and reporting the bodies. So just like real life. Yeah. (laughs) No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have journalist Ryan, who labels the man he believes responsible for all the recent murders, the Resurrection Man. Ryan is the goofy fucking brother from all the Mummy movies. Jonathan?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh Uh-huh. I
1: love that, too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I love the Mummy. I did, too. It's the best. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. We've got... What's her name? Rachel... I don't know, but all I know is that if you, like, Rock, if you don't like... that Fraser and The Raw If you don't like the mummy,
0: at least the first mummy, uh-huh. another red flag for me. Mm, mm-hmm. You don't like the mummy, you got nothing to say to me.
1: That's like saying you don't like Jumanji. Right. Forget it. Exactly. Forget it. You and I don't have anything in common, then, is what you're telling me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, because of all the news and the attention and everything... Vic gets more attention from the rest of society, but more so from Darkie's former lover, Heather. So it causes tension between the two. A love interest. Mm -hmm. Journalists everywhere are reporting the news like crazy over the mysterious resurrection man. Police can't seem to identify him except for the fact that he's Handsome. Basically, like the news is so bleak. <laughs> like,
0: look. Black car, young man. Is he like, murdering people? Yes. <laughs> is he looking hot
1: doing it? Yes. yes. Also, yes. Because yes. picture it. So very boondock saint Stuart Townsend, not a bad looking guy. Yeah. In a white shirt with a leather jacket and jeans going around just fucking killing people. Killing people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> It's not a bad look. The real Lenny,
0: if you saw him today, you wouldn't think he was hot. Yeah. When you put him in the perspective of where he came from, and you put him up against the fucking goons that were in his inner uh-huh. circle, those bridge trolls, you're like, "Yeah, he's he's all right. Uh-huh. I could definitely
1: see him being my type." Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know. Okay. So these little tidbits of information that do start to get leaked to these journalists or whatever, Makes Vic become suspicious that one of the men on his crew, like you're saying, the driver, mm-hmm. is leaking information. Okay, can't do that. Mm-mm. And so he instructs one of his guys, hacksaw, <laughs> to take out that person's <laughs> kneecaps. Good. Okay, love the names. Hacksaw is fucking Rocco it's not him oh my god my but, like, heart just no but like stopped. the equivalent okay the, like his character is just like Rocco the
0: goofball again like, if you guys are lost in what we're talking about then listen to the fucking we, episode we have
1: nothing to talk about yeah. with y'all um so he's like the funny guy like he can't aim for shit the funny man he hits the guy in the chest and ends up leaving the scene of the crime and he's caught on camera, and he gets arrested. So I guess it's hacksaw is the one that that traded, right? He got arrested. And so they had he had cameras flipped. back then. He got caught on something, like or someone saw him. Leave. There are still places without indoor bathrooms,
0: but and they got I'm, fucking street
1: cameras. All right, I'm sure somebody somewhere saw him somehow, some he gets way. Okay. spotted. Okay. Either way, he gets arrested and they drain him for all the knowledge that they need. What a rat. So we got Hacksaw and Vic. Also, Rocco would never. Oh, of course. Are in jail at the same time on the same cell or whatever. So we see how, like, during, like, guard change or something, like, They somehow sneak him out of his cell and he suffocates Hacksaw with a pillow. Okay. And they just claim he died in his sleep, I guess. But I don't really find out much after that. That's just it. He dies and that's the end of him. Okay. So while Vic's locked up, we see journalist Ryan go to a bar like looking after Heather and... He's looking for information. Apparently, they realize that they, like, knew each other as kids.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: they end up hitting it off. And then they end up fucking in mm-hmm. the alley behind the bar. And
0: does he know exactly who Heather is yeah. and who she rolls
1: with? Yeah. That's why he's there. To I be know. Family. But he still fucks her in an alley? Yeah.
0: He's a really lonely guy. How horny do you have to <laughs> be? Because no, thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's... He's there for... The information on Vic.
0: And I don't know how much he's based on this real person, but there was a real journalist slash author who was in with the Butchers for a while mm-hmm. and ended up interviewing them a lot post like convictions and stuff. And he wrote the like master class book. Ooh. Everything that we know for the most part it's about from the Shankill Butchers is from this guy. I love that. So I'm wondering if that's the Ryan character. Me too. I totally cut him out of my story.
1: I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best part.
0: And he's the one who, that's why I'm like, I can't figure out who Mr. A and who Mr. B is. It's because even in his book, he's like, he, I'm not telling you okay. who Mr. A and who Mr. B are. Just know that they're like high up in Kay. the.
1: Circle. Yes, love it. Okay, so then it's later, and then Heather is approached by her former flame, Darky. <clears throat> He's freaking the fuck out. Like I'm next. Mm-hmm. Vic is coming after me. He's just been released from prison. He only served like two months, and so she lets him stay the night. And then McClure, for whatever reason, he found out about the journalist, Ryan. And so this is where we're seeing him now kind of working with the gang. So he sees Ryan hanging out with Heather. Heather's obviously the girlfriend. And so that's what gets him in. He tells Ryan that they're going to team up and share information on Victor, who is now forming a bad cocaine habit. So happens. super paranoid. He's convinced everyone's betraying him now, right? Now that he's been in prison or whatever. And so to prove the point one day, he just shoots some guy in the head. Like one of the guys. Like Mm -hmm. no questions, no nothing. Just I don't trust any of you. You're disposable to me. Just like this motherfucker. Wow. Dead. McClure sets up a meeting between Ryan and Vic in an abandoned bathhouse. hmm But what Vic doesn't know is that McClure is also housing Darkie there. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so by the time journalist Ryan gets there, he's walking into a... Bloodbath. Boom. Bloodbath. <laughs> exactly. Vic has Darkie's body sliced up and bleeding out in one of these tubs, but not yet dead. Mm -hmm. And so he leaves Ryan there to finish the job. Mm. And they don't know he's a journalist, right? McClure does. Yeah. But Vic doesn't. Got it. Mm Mm-hmm. So we see ryan pick up the gun but like we never see him shoot or anything like we cut out next ryan gets a call from mcclure warning him that victor is going to be taken down the next day at his mom's house Uh oh so we see victor go and visit his mom uh his dad has had a stroke and the mom's having to take care of him like he helps shave his dad and all this stuff, and the mom is like, "Oh, I have to feed you this and that." Whole family moment. Mm-hmm. And then he walks out, and it's again. It reminds me of the scene where the boys walk out of the house and meet their dad to the dad shooting them,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That
1: slow motion, like they're diving. The, jo- the shootout the- of all shootouts.
0: Right. And meanwhile, William Defoe is recreating it. Perfectly. So it's
1: very much that vibes. Stewart walks Opera out in music. his leather jacket to this black van rolling up with all these masked motherfuckers just, boo, 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 just yeah. the shooting and the. Then the mom runs out and is like over the body and. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, one of those. And Ryan and McClure are in a car together, like right off the side, just watching
0: Mm. the whole thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the movie ends with Ryan keeping the secrets of the, the gang. And he's obviously now considered one of them, whether or not that's what he wanted. That's kind of the tone that they left it on. Okay. Yeah. And that was it. All right. Yeah. Yes. So sure. Going into it, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. But he's
0: so random.
1: It is. It's very random. Even the way they ended it felt very just cut off. We're just random. gonna shoot him. Yeah. In the front yard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That was the movie. So what'd you give it? <sighs> I was going to give it a one, oh. but I'm going to give it a two now that I can put it together. So,
0: like, the deaths weren't even that good?
1: Not really. Because they sounded pretty gory. Okay, so, like, the one, the slitting of the throat in the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? But, like, yeah, they didn't really show the guy that had his head hanging on by a thread, right? You just mm-hmm. see it sitting there, and you see him up against the wall. The guy in the bathtub? It's mainly... Victor kind of leaning over his body, right? Mm. He's just like already like laying in the tub, right? Got and it. We don't, we don't see the shootings or anything. And then, All even right. though like the dramatic shootout, it's just one person,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, a two, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a two. All
1: right, I, but hey, it, it fit the purpose. We stretch so far for our holiday episodes, we yeah. Really... I
0: don't feel like this was that big of a stretch. Mm-hmm, I this think is Irish as fuck. It,
1: it is Irish as fuck.
0: A boondock says it was a way bigger stretch. Mm-hmm.
1: No. So, yeah. All right. There you oh, have it. But that does lead to my look of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, because my favorite scene was the bathtub scene, I think I'm going to try to recreate. Like, I think if I prop my phone up on the edge of the bathtub mm-hmm. and do, like, some red food coloring and have, like, a butcher's knife. You're gonna
0: turn you and your bathtub red. Yeah.
1: Okay. For, for the podcast. Anything right. for the podcast. And tomorrow's. Just ba- have Nick take the picture. Tomorrow's a bath night. Well, what is he going to take? I just need it to like be me like leaning over the edge of the tub. Like I want it to be like I'm the killer looking into the bathtub. And it's like the phone looking up at me. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Like it's going to be me over the edge of the bathtub. Yeah. With like a knife. And like looking You need looking to put bloody. your phone on
0: a floaty. I, there's a little ledge. Yeah. No, so I like the I, idea of it being in a floaty.
1: I know. I do have, well, I used to, a flamingo uh, cup holder. Please
0: don't drop your phone into a bathtub that's a for me. a cup holder.
1: Yeah. Anyways, all right. That'll be fun. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's another option is to get the gun out again. <laughs> <laughs> not the gun all right because um, a lot of it was like no i
0: love the bathtub i, one. Think, I think it's, it's too- creative
1: and different yeah, I, that's what i'm looking for mm-hmm. i'm going for something creative and different because the guy he killed in the bathtub's a piece of shit and he's a piece of shit so we're not offending anybody no nah, we haven't done it yeah it'll be like an artsy bath look Otherwise, I could just get naked and put bloody w- looking water and have Nick take a picture of that. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure the fans would <laughs> so, love that. Right. We'll start an OnlyFans. I was going to say
0: that's on the THC OnlyFans page, baby. <laughs> nice. Now, Ian Brady. I have a theory about him. Ooh. Because when I was doing my research for last week's episode or last episode, uh-huh. Ian Brady, the picture, pictures I saw of him were always like straight on. And I'm like, I get it. Like. He's not a bad looking dude. I get like if he was in a nice three piece suit and he's real clean and well read and whatever. But then I saw some. But then I saw some profile shots Mm -hmm. and he's got no chin. It just goes mouth neck. You know what I mean? Just weak jawed. No jaw. No chin. That's not a good look. That's what I'm saying. So now I think I feel like that's a big uh, source of his problems is that he has no chin. And, like, grow a beard. Uh, seriously. It's just grow. Maybe he can't. Some guys can't grow. Some beards. guys can't. And it's a sad day for those. Mm. My dad couldn't grow a beard until post chemo. And now he can <gasps> grow a beard.
1: How interesting. He's got a
0: beard. He's always been able to grow a mustache. But he could never get the full beard. It was patchy. That That's Russell.
1: Yeah. Russell can have a full head of long, luscious hair. But anytime he tried to grow a beard, it was patchy.
0: And if anyone knows anything about Native American people, the facial hair game is not strong. They have a hard time growing facial but hair. hair game. But post-chemo, he has a beard now.
1: <laughs> That's fun. Yeah.
0: I Anyways. Mean, the little
1: surprises. The little lemons, right? I know. Because
0: he's like, you haven't seen me. And so then he called me back FaceTime. Need a full beard. And like, whoa. And it's
1: not gray or anything? It's no, it's gray. Oh,
0: okay. His hair definitely, first of all, he didn't even lose all of his hair for chemo. Incredible. He lost some. It made him look more like his dad. <laughs> um, It definitely aged him. But he are did not are. lose all of his hair. And yeah. he did not lose his mustache. But the hair that came back in is definitely way grayer than it used to be. Yeah. But, you know.
1: You're was, alive. And he's in his 60s. Yeah.
0: I mean, you have gray hair in your 60s. Mm-hmm. I have gray hair. And I'm, th- by the way, how old am I? 38 you're uh, gonna be 38 you are
1: 38 no what this you're is talking? my problem <laughs> you're gonna that's be, my brain you're gonna be 38
0: so I'm 37 right now yes I thought I was already 38 no how old are you 38 oh, okay
1: yeah you're good
0: <laughs> wow how exciting so I'm 37 and I have a ton of gray hair but I could not remember my age earlier to save my life so funny, and I, I was like, I'll I'm gonna see my best friend later, I'll ask her because I'm right behind her, so whatever her age is, I'm a year under.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs>
0: so thank god you know your age,
1: yeah, that's incredible. I can't believe that we are my mom, where we're like forgetting. I know, I know. <laughs> like, wait, what? what? I
0: brought her up into that same conversation because I was like, Oh, I'll ask my best friend, but we were talking about ages and whatever. I'm like, Her mom actually lied for so long about her age that yeah. she aged herself mm-hmm. in her lie. But I've heard that that's the that's the pro move.
1: Age. We always knew that. We were never really judging her. for No, no. What age. I'm but, saying yeah. is,
0: if you say you're older than what you are, then you get the, oh my god, you look amazing. Mm-hmm,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sixty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because even me in my late 30s, I get it all the time. And I don't think it's because I look good. I think it's the way I dress and do my hair and makeup. Yeah. They're more surprised. Yeah. I don't know why they think that 37-year-olds should be in like khaki capris and blouses. But for some reason, people are always like, holy shit. Oh, my God. I would have never guessed. And I'm like, yes, I'm fucking old.
1: Uh, That's funny that you say that. So. Because St. Patrick's Day was on a Friday. You know me. I love to dress. All out, baby. Right. But we had a referral that day. So I can't. What does that mean? Someone we've never met before. So a client. Oh, like somebody referred a person. Exactly. And he, I knew that the man was a retired fire captain who lost his home in the Paradise Fire. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I can't fucking show up in my puking leprechaun shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to like semi pulled together right. here. So like I instead of doing like my loud neon green rainbow you know, lime green converse, whatever, mm-hmm. i I really classed it up with like my khaki Nikes, yeah, and my toned down green little plaid thing and i know because everyone was like are people you must a-? have been shocked no i had so many people ask me if i was okay yeah they're like are you depressed <laughs> i was, what's going on at home i was surprised mm-hmm. by how it affected so many. everyone's mm-hmm. like you good mm-hmm. but i was like well yeah i just i was trying to do my job god, god i know but they like that about you
0: and so how was that guy do you think he would have cared i don't
1: yeah no and I was. thought you were
0: going to tell me that he showed up in like a lime green obnoxious. Not at all. Um, I
1: don't even think he acknowledged that it was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I mean, you've seen my nails. They're also obnoxious. So when I'm like pointing at places for him to sign. Yeah. <laughs> You're like,
0: follow the pot of gold right. on my nails to where you have to sign. You'll wait your pot of gold. <laughs> boo. I know every year I go, oh, fuck, I don't own anything green. Every year it every happens. Year. Some years I have green hair. Yeah. Um, so that is an escape. I don't this year. I do have green eyes.
1: Green's my favorite color.
0: And green has in my older ages, green has really came up in my favorite. I color. I
1: love khaki green. I love I know. forest green. Yep. I love lime green. I'm with you. Green. I'm with you. I think green I is love my favorite sea foam too. foam green.
0: Besides black. I think green is green is always in my husband's oh, favorite my color. Black and
1: forest green. Forget oh my god, it. that's so what my sexy. hair was for
0: years. So sexy. Yes, Give me I know. In
1: room, that's just ugh.
0: I know, I love it. Yeah. Um, but I do have green in some of my tattoos, so yeah. I'm like, I always have some sort of green. I got something. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually own a ton of green clothing for no good reason. I look great in an emerald of green course. or a forest green. Yeah. I'm a jewel toned person. I look good in jewel tones. Yeah. I just need to go buy some. Mm-hmm. I worked in a, to go shopping. I worked in a salon for so many years where the dress code was all black mm. that so many of my clothes that I wear are all black. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm not at work, what am I in? Jeans and a t-shirt. So yeah. Yeah. I gotta go get some black or some green, some green. clothes. Mm-hmm. And then next St. Patty's Day, I'll be ready. Yeah.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to talk about? No, we did
0: it. We're only clocking in, in an hour and a half. I'm
1: not surprised. It's it, a quickie. It was a short movie. I'm glad you had as much history as you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
0: you guys are interested, you could really do a deep dive. It, there's a lot that goes in <laughs> the, all the whole situation. It was, uh, it was at first a little intimidating, Yeah. but I think I, I gave you a good overview. Oh, a I good got it, quickie.
1: I got everything I needed. Yes. All right. Great. Oh, I do have one thing that I forgot to mention up top. Mm. That in the blacked out flurry of coming home, uh, I finally got my birthday present from Nick. Oh. He commissioned us a death moth <gasps> painting. Cute. It's incredible. Amazing. Yes. Who did it? There's a Brazilian restaurant downtown. Mm-hmm. And we went for their soft opening a million ages ago. Mm-hmm. And we noticed a lot of like butterfly nature type of paintings. Yeah. And we just happened to ask. And she's like, oh, yeah, I did this. Amazing. And like, okay. And so he hit her up, but it was like in the process of like getting hold of her and then figuring out what they wanted and whatever. Incredible. Always takes. No, I know. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Yeah, so no, he had it on the wall so that I could come home and see it. And I (laughs) (laughs)
0: What a great surprise that was for you the next day. (laughs) Poor Nick. God, you ruined
1: everything. I know. Right? Remember, I sat there at the bar like, oh, how funny. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, I'm not going to order any food because I'm going to go home and eat chicken wings that my husband is making for dinner and you're like yeah my husband's at home making dinner too and then we both immediately are just (coughs) just we should have probably ate yeah that's we probably should
0: have ate and ordered some water (laughs) i do remember thinking after the second tequila shot that we should eat i was like
1: "Mm." a lot of good that does us now i
0: know but i remember having that spidey sense telling me you should eat something yeah
1: uh, but we survived and we made it to <laughs> another year oh my god and i can't believe it's our third saint patty's day our episode. third patty's day baby how exciting we're
0: really clocking in some time so, one day we'll be successful I, at this okay
1: i did ask nick just i was curious i'm like are you sad it's friday it's saint patrick's day and we're not doing anything Right. Like I'm like, do you care at all? Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck no. Yeah. Because even if we did want to go out and like go downtown, it wouldn't be like it was 15 years ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I that really sunk in for me. I was yeah. like, oh shit. Right. It's not that I don't want to go out. It's just that I don't like people mm-hmm. anymore
0: <laughs> well yeah what are you gonna do i mean we barely liked
1: drunk college kids when, when we were, were drunk ki- college right kids. that's what i'm saying yeah i just it really sunk in though i was like yeah, yeah that's- it's their time to shine it is
0: it's our time to yeah. hang out in our houses that yeah. we pay a fucking grip for yeah and enjoy all this look at all this room we <laughs> pay for let's just drink here you know what i mean yeah, I know. It's their time to shine. And I've never had a problem. Maybe because I didn't go to college. I have no problem letting that go. Yeah. Because listen, every once in a while, you can still get blackout drunk in a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> a and you. Live your dreams. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, that probably is harder for you guys because you guys like went to college in a college party town. Also, I know it was probably popping, but at least in our town, Patty's Day isn't as big of a deal as it was when you guys were in college. Yeah, I now it's all about Chavez Day, right? Because the police cracked down so hard on Patty's day Mm -hmm. that now it's have you been downtown during Chavez Day? Oh No,
1: I can. can So they
0: do tequila sunrises at sunrise. That's the tradition. And then you wear your swimsuit all day and you take over downtown and I work downtown. So I see this happening and it's gotten to the point where I don't know if it's the college or the city that we live in, but somebody is providing free waters and snacks to these kids. Well,
1: have you noticed how early our spring break is? Yeah. It's because of St. Yeah. They're trying to clear them out of it. Yeah. And so it's just ridiculous. They so that's when they're like, "Oh, well, you're gonna fucking ship us out." Then here's the next Chavez Day. <laughs> they don't even know what they're
0: celebrating. They don't even know who Cesar Chavez well, that's why is. I'm like,
1: isn't this like cultural appropriation?
0: Probably. You tell that to a bunch of blacked out, drunk white college kids at they've been drinking since six a.m. I know. And now it's noon, and they have their free water and free bag of mm-hmm. Cheetos. But I was blown away. I'm like, whoa, they're giving them out free water and snacks just trying to like keep them alive. Semi-decent.
1: Just round them up.
0: Yeah. I thought that was amazing.
1: I mean, I can't tell you all the horrible things that I think I experienced and did to my body on the different St. Patrick's days. Yeah. It's not something I want to relive anytime soon. Man, what a time though. I remember one year I literally shimmied through a fucking kitchen window because I didn't have my purse. Yeah. So I couldn't have keys. (laughs) (laughs) And Nick found me like half alive in a bathtub. That's so funny. So you guys
0: were already living together?
1: It was our first place together. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What was he doing? Working. Oh, that's so funny. Gets off, tries to call me. Someone had my purse, not me. Oh, that's so funny. Was nice enough to answer the phone. And based on the evidence in said <laughs> purse, he was able to piece things together. That's and so found me funny. deceased. In a
0: bathtub. That's so funny.
1: And he was just like, how did you... Gumby Lunge your way through Like a kitchen Fucking Like above a sink yeah. Kitchen window Cause it was the only way Cause I
0: got I had to come in I could get it. I was tired I had to go to bed In the bathtub So see it's It's times like this That then when <laughs> I remember About Like When I think about Our escapades over the weekend I'm like Our husbands are so used to it We're not new to it We're true to it
1: Just a mess. A mess forever and always.
0: I know, but at some point we have to rise above B.
1: (laughs) Maybe not forever, but you know. I just say learn from my mistake. Well, just a life lesson for anybody out there. Mm -hmm. Also a St. Patrick's Day thing. On the same house. Different year. We... We're doing car bombs and I got it in my head that I didn't want to risk people breaking glass Mm -hmm. because traditionally it's the glass shot glass into the glass pint glass. Right. I'm like, that seems really unnecessary and dangerous. Mm. Right. I'm like, let's do plastic
0: glasses Mm. in the plastic cups. Yeah. How'd those sink? They didn't. Yeah, no
1: shit, B. I right and Nick's like nobody this stopped you. No, and I would have stopped you. All tried to drink it, and they all threw up in the front yard. Amazing. And then at the time, I had Bentley, the pug, trying to eat it all. All of it. Yeah. All, like so, then that's me running around the front yard. Ah. <laughs> That's so funny. All these people puking, and my dog trying to eat the puke. Ew. So yeah. I can't believe nobody tried to stop you. Well, I'm sure Nick probably did, but then, I mean, do I do I ever listen when I should? You listen to me. I would have slapped some sense into you. No, no one else did.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because everyone's scared of you for some reason. That was a good time. I'm not scared of you. That was a great,
1: a great memory.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Patty's Day has never really been my thing. It's cool. I like it. It's fun. Lou doesn't believe in celebrating it because we're not Irish so I do think gosh was it one Paddy's day we went somewhere and he got a sombrero and started yelling happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody because oh <laughs> he's like I'm not fucking Irish why would I care oh about God. fucking St. Patrick's Is he Day Hispanic? <laughs> no but he figured since we're making up holidays that, we're, that we shouldn't be a part of we could just say whatever we want oh uh, so yeah i don't know
1: that's so funny
0: good old patty's day yeah. all right well hey hope you Before guys had we a-
1: break the computer <laughs> i
0: hope you guys had a good one
1: um <sighs> let us know if you ever did anything stupid on saint patrick's day uh, you must have come on let us know it's fun come on it's a
0: good time and to see pictures of this week's episode go to thc podcast on instagram and if you want to rate us and review us we would love it if you gave us five stars or you could slide into my dms i talk to a lot of you on a regular basis i talk to people there are some people I talk to on a more regular basis on our Instagram DMs than I talk to people I know in real life on like text messaging or calling. More than me. No. Do
1: we need to be like that TikTok you sent me I know. Now? Are you spending too much time with that was Tyrone? My, that was my shits
0: and gigs. <laughs> it
1: was so good. Aren't they so funny? Was so good um no
0: there's a very few people in my life i talk to as much as i talk to you as long yeah i was gonna say as long
1: as it's more than me
0: yeah you're the only person that i i'm like if i hear that you're tick talking them more than me you're the only time. person that i'm not blood related to or fucking that, that i'm <laughs> talking to you have the next tier it's you, babe. But I love to hear that our
1: fans are right after. Yeah,
0: for sure. I definitely talk to some of our listeners more than I talk to people in my real life. We, A lot of people in my real life. And we talked about some of you at brunch. Ooh. Oh, we did. We were. I was giving be the lowdown. Tea. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. And we will see
1: you next time.
0: Bye, y'all. Happy Patty's Day. Cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> I don't know what they say in Ireland. Oh no. Top of top of the morning <laughs> to you. <ya. laughs>